Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you are now listening to Rob and Rat's World of Wonder podcast. So sit back, relax, and prepare your ears as they take you on a journey of all things weird and wonderful. Hello and welcome to the Rob Rat Podcast. We're back again. It's another week. It's another Wednesday, Robert. It's Can another Wednesday. It? Every Wednesday we're here. Time is flying. The it's weeks great. are flying. We'll be dead soon. Jesus, yeah. What's the crack? We're back. <laughs> that's nice. I that's, like that. That's a crack. It rhymes. It rhymes. Yeah. So, guys, uh, we are... Two uh, lads from the west of Ireland that <laughs> come to you every week yeah, with a new topic. We bring a different topic each week and we just talk a bit of, talk a bit of, talk a bit of rubbish around the topic. But... Um, uh, if you want to get in contact with us, we're on all the social medias, Rob Rat Podcast. Uh, we're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and you can get us on robratpodcast at gmail.com. Just even let us know what you think of the podcast. Throw us a message. If you have a funny news story or you come across something online, send it to us. People have done that in the past and we've used it. We have. Great. So each week it's a different story. What are we talking about today? This week, Robert, we're talking about smartphones oh, and yeah. social media. I suppose oh, it's a massive part of our lives now. We kind of talked about it's it huge, a bit yeah. in the mindfulness episode. Yeah. which It is was massive, yeah. First episode of 2020. My, yes, yeah, so my New Year's solution was to try and use my phone less. Have you done that? Not at all. Not at all. Not at all, no. Yeah, probably yeah. more. Probably, <laughs> probably used it more than I've ever used it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get so upset when I, it's on a Monday morning. I get a message from my phone. Uh, it's screen time for the week. It tells me the past. Oh, week. do you? Yeah, I don't. I, I didn't say to do it on a Monday morning. The worst time to feckin' do it. Oh, Monday morning. How are you? This is how much you've been staring at the screen. God. And like sometimes I'll be working at the weekend and I'll just be on my phone a bit. No, so if anyone's listening to who I work with, I'm not on my phone at work. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I just I'll be on my phone every so often. And you just get carried away. You just get sucked you into get it, like a Wikipedia it. hole or a YouTube hole, and you yeah. just go and watch. Look, stuff and doing stuff. It's good in a lot of ways, but like we just get, we do get. It's lost all right. It. It's all right if you're doing it for a, like a lear- if you're learning. Yeah. If you're educating yourself, exactly. It's, it's yeah. Same as someone could read a book for two or three hours. If you're actually online and you're reading and you're learning, it's grand. But if you're mindfully looking you're at stuff looking and at clickbait, liking, and liking pictures of the Kardashians' arses, like it's not, yeah. it's not productive time. Yeah. Anyway. It's, it's, so, <laughs> They're taking over our lives. Yeah. But um, we're going to get into it more after we go to our weekly news. Rob and Rat's Weird and Wonderful News. Hello and welcome to the news. It's the news. So uh, each kind of Wednesday before we start our content, we bring you a bit of news from around the world. Generally, Weird generally and kind of news. odd news. And it's not always news. It's could be a couple of news in the past. It might, like news isn't always new. Yeah. It could be old news, but it's still news. It might be news. It's, it's news to you if you've never heard it. The, exactly. Right? So this news is from 2012. That's why I didn't speak it through. Yeah, we don't, even, we don't even need to say the time, but it hit me with it. So two Welsh tourists who stole a penguin named Dirk from a theme park following a night out have each been fined 1,000 Australian dollars. Reese Owen Jones and Kerry Mules admitted the theft when they appeared before Brisbane Magistrates Court. The friends from South Wales broke into SeaWorld on Queensland's Gold Coast, swam with dolphins, let off a fire extinguisher in the shark's enclosure, and then they uh, decided that they were going to steal a penguin. Were they drinking at the time? Uh, I think they were on a night out, yeah. So okay. So apparently there was another 18-year-old um, Australian guy who was with them as well. They, they had been attending a beach party and had been drinking and then they decided to scale the fence at SeaWorld. The two Welshmen admitted snatching a seven-year-old fairy penguin named Dirk from the aquarium. There's only a tiny... Fairy penguins are very small. A fairy penguin? A fairy, that's a type of penguin. Okay. I don't, like, I don't know many types. There's an emperor and that's it. That's all I know. Emperor. And, I don't know and any now a fairy, of and now a fairy. A fairy penguin. And his name was Dirk and they, they took him back to their apartment. And they, conti- they continued drinking. And uh, then they didn't really know what to do with him. So they, they were feeding it and they put him in the shower. 
I would have put him in the bath. Yeah. Maybe they didn't have And one. then, like, uh, they were feeding him, they put him in the shower and stuff, and they woke up hungover and they had a penguin in the shower. Oh, God. So they decided to release him into the canal. Oh, God. And he was spotted by the police and they, he was rescued. He was brought back to SeaWorld unharmed. And the two fellows wrote a letter of apology to the to the SeaWorld. Even SeaWorld should be writing apologies to other people because they have second... They should have security at night. Yeah. Well, like, Good security. But like, yeah, the, the one said, the judge said it was a bit stupid the rack because they went, they jumped into the thing with the dolphins. They were swimming in there with the dolphins. And then they let a fire extinguisher off into the shark. They could have fell into the shark. They could have, yeah. Or they could have mixed it up and gone swimming with the feckin' sharks and put a fire extinguisher in the dolphins, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, look, anyway, I don't know, I don't know, have you ever seen Blackfish? The documentary. I um, have, yeah. Yeah, like SeaWorld should be closed down anyway. Yeah. Really. But, it's uh, not really, it's, I suppose, caged animals. Yeah, and really. being made to perform, like whales and dolphins and stuff like that. If you haven't seen Blackfish, like uh, most of you probably have seen it, but it's, it's, on, just, ne- yeah. it's on Netflix. It's quite, it's quite sad, actually. But, it is uh, it's, sad. It, it'll open up your eyes to SeaWorld and you probably won't ever want to go there again. Yeah. I was, I was, I was, I was at a, when I was young. I it's know, very good documentary. I was, yeah. But I was at like a SeaWorld or something like that. I was in France or Spain when I was young. And there, there was no killer whale, but there was dolphin shows and stuff like that. And yeah. it's just, you dolphins think it, are very intelligent. Yeah, and they? you think it's nice, but you're putting in like a, a pool, like a small pool of water. They're like, the dolphins have the ocean to go swimming in. There's tiny little bits of water, you know? Yeah, it's not right. And yeah. dolphins are fairly, I think, emotionally yeah. intelligent. Oh, animals. yeah. And they're family units and they just, they just take them away and they put them in with other dolphins that they don't even know. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, you know, yeah. a lot of fellas being put in a swimming pool together who don't know each other. Like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? You, you get a couple of Irish lads and a few Mexicans and uh, a couple of Brazilians and a few Swiss and you put them into a jacuzzi together and you go right lads we're going to get you to do some tricks here now uh, there's people coming to watch sounds class <laughs> doesn't it actually <laughs> sounds alright yeah <laughs> well that's it you know because they just take dolphins from everywhere they don't actually have to be families you know what I mean because yeah. they abduct the babies oh it's a bit but sad anyway, that's <laughs> don't be getting into babies yeah, anyway Dirk the penguin got back to the sea world unharmed anyway and he's gone from one hell to another <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. my story Robert is yes. old McDonald's burger Oh, McDonald's burger. So a McDonald's burger, right? Yeah. So this was in early January. <laughs> newer than you. Uh, a Utah what? man, newer than your story. Oh, er, this is early, Jan- <laughs> early, early January. Newer than you. My, new, my news is actually new. <laughs> <laughs> so a Utah man who bought a McDonald's burger for pres- presentations on Enzyme said the burger is now more than 20 years old and it appears unchanged. So David Whipple said he originally bought the hamburger on July 7, 1999 at a McDonald's in Logan, Utah to use it for presentations on enzymes and deterioration. So he wanted to show how food can deteriorate. Whipple said that the burger ended up forgotten in a coat pocket for several years and it ended up with viral fame when it was rediscovered in 2013. He said the burger was placed in a Big Mac tin and remained there for six years before being taken out again. He took it out again recently. Whipple said the burger had still the same appearance as when it was bought. The only difference, it gave off a kind of cardboardy smell and it obviously was a bit harder. Uh, an Ontar- and also an Ontario man who attempted a similar experiment to see what had happened with the burger and fries from McDonald's. He, bu- he kept them for six years and he sold them on eBay in 2019. But that's mad. So the burger basically remained unchanged. It kind of says a lot about McDonald's burger. Doesn't it, yeah. So from 1999 up until what? How, how old? 20-year-old burger, burgers, yeah. yeah. And I have, a, I have a video of the burger. I'll throw it up on our Instagram. Yeah, or it's just, uh, yeah and it just probably looks the same as it did like in 20 years ago. Yeah, it just kind of smelled a bit of car, but it goes to show what we're eating, really, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, but speaking of eating, I was actually thinking this the last day. So McDonald's have now brought out... Um, 
like a vegan burger. You know, veganism yeah, is massive vegan, now, yeah. right? You know, loads of vegans out there. And actually, there's supposed to be, there's not as many vegans as people think there are. They just, vegans make a lot more noise than... Vegetarians. No, but then other people who just eat meat, you know, yeah. all, they let you know, like, there's the old joke, you know, like, uh, how do you know if someone's a vegan? They'll tell you. They'll tell you, yeah, yeah right? But so... McDonald's have a vegan uh, burger that they brought out now yeah. and these things, and then KFC have brought out like Subway a mi- have a vegan meatball. Yeah, and the KFC, KFC are bringing have brought out like a vegan burger. vegan burger. But anybody who's really a vegan, and if you care about animals, you're not gonna are you gonna go down to KFC? KFC murder how many chickens a year? Like you know, when you go, I'm gonna do KFC get myself a vegan burger. You're not going. I hate KFC because and McDonald's are like kill how many cows? Like would you not be avoiding these places that like? Well, to be honest, if I if you're doing it for health benefits, fine. But if yeah. you're doing it because you care about animals, well, yeah, you wouldn't really be yeah. going to like one of the biggest companies in the world that have made so much money out of murdering yeah, animals and selling, is, them, no, selling them to true. kids. That selling is, them to kids, like that is true. true. If I was to be vegan, it wouldn't be because I care about eating animals; it'd be just for the health benefits. Yeah, I'm selfish. Hitler, you know, Hitler was a vegetarian. Oh, was he? Yeah, look, what that, look that. what that got him. Yeah, yeah. Do you know no, what I mean? no, 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 yeah, no. If his mother had made him eat his meatballs. There may yeah. not have been such a bad time back in the <laughs> late 30s. Oh, that's a big shame. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> not. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not. So that's it. It kind of goes to show we're eating, doesn't it, though? Yeah. You should be just eating healthy stuff, like carrots. Yeah, carrots and stuff. I heard um, something, a bit of a segue to carrots, but uh, have you heard about the carrot trick that you mm. can do in, I heard it over, over Christmas. No. So when you go into like Tesco or anywhere like that has, so now I'm not advising people to do this, just disclaimer, I'm not advising anyone to do it, but if you go into Tesco, or any of the places, any other supermarkets. That sells Yeah, but it has the self-service checkouts. Okay. When you go up to buy your food, yeah. you press the carrots button yeah. for everything. Yeah. And you can put them onto the little weight thing. Yeah. And everything just gets charged as carrots. So you can get your food for really cheap. People have been going like using the carrot trick. So it looks like you're scanning, you're not scanning, then you press the carrot button on the thing and then you put your really expensive steak down on the weight thing and it just thinks that you've got however amount of grams of carrots because carrots are cheap. And you can get your whole amount of shopping for... But are you saying even if I'm buying fabric softener? Yeah. To scan You don't it. scan it. You just okay. press... You're there at the tail. You look like you're doing... You're pushing all the buttons. Because then if you put something down into the little baggage area that it's, hasn't gone through... It's not saying an unexpected item. Yeah, because it's expecting carrots. So if yeah. you put it in and then you've got like... The fabric softener might be like a kilo, right? So then you've got a kilo of carrots. Yeah. And then it's like way cheaper to buy a kilo of carrots than it is to buy a kilo of fabric softener. Yeah. So it's a carrot trick. Now, people have been doing it. And like now they're a bit more vigilant because like. You know, you go in there sometimes, I think I've spoken about it before, there could be like eight machines and yeah. there's one person watching them and then it's their job to have a little piece of paper with a barcode on it to go up and fix them when the machines break. Yeah. But half the time, those people are on their phones or they're looking somewhere else because your little alarm, well, the thing is, little light if, is going if, off. If the machine, went, say if you were doing the carrot trick and then the machine needed help, assistance for You're something. involved. And you they need to saw, leg it. You need to leg it. And they saw you were doing that. Yeah. You need to leg yeah. it or have a, like a fake heart attack or something like yeah. that. <laughs> See, I'm too um, honest. I'm too honest. To yeah, do I'm that. not doing it either. I'm just saying this is what I've heard. The carrot yeah. trick. That's what they're calling it. The carrot trick. So I don't know. That's yeah. uh, it's what some people are at. Yeah, that's that's it's not good. Not good. No, no I'm no. not happy. I'm not advising people to go and do it. But if you're short a bit of cash, <laughs> go for it. Go for it. Just yeah, go let us know how you get on. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. So uh, that's kind of that's all the news I have this week. Have you anything else? That was this week's Rob Rat News. Rob and Rat's weird and wonderful news. That was the news. That was the news, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. And this week we're talking about we're talking about smartphones and social media because I suppose really in the last like what 15, 20 years it's really taken off and Massive. it's kind of changed the way we do things. Yeah. So, like smartphone screens admit a bright blue light that causes the brain to stop producing melatonin, a hormone that signals the body that the body that it's time to sleep. 
uh, another Business Insider article found, our screens are slowly taking over our lives, which is so true, they are taking over our lives, affecting our ability to concentrate and, and from meaningful connections, like, because people are more and more on their phones in social situations. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just, it is taking away a lot. Like, I, sometimes you go out, like, I've gone for, like, you go for food or with your friends and you look around and everyone's on their phone. Yeah, Even you go going, going for pints, everyone's on their phone. We, and then you just end up taking your phone out. Like, you might as well, like, you know, it is annoying. It is annoying. I watched right? something recently about Quentin Tarantino, and it's that one thing said it was actually a very good documentary. QT8, it was called. But um, he said on his film sets, he does not even put their phone in a Ziploc bag oh, before yeah. they go into the studio because they just talk about movies and yeah. while they're doing the, you know, talk about I know, the scenes. I know Kevin Hart and Dave Chappelle and some of those comedians. You have to get like a Ziploc bag on your way into their show. Oh, really? So that you can't be taking your phone out recording or answering phone calls or getting texts or well, anything like that. That's fair enough. I think when you're when you're going to be at something, just um, be there. Yeah, be we're we're just the constant connectivity and access to information that smartphones offer have made the devices something of a drug for hundreds of mi- and millions of users. Scientists are just beginning to research this phenomenon more and more, but their studies suggest that. We are becoming increasingly increasingly distracted, spending less time in the real world and being drawn more deeply into the viral world. Absolutely. Likes. People are mad for likes. It is likes. Yeah. It is. Like, like the power they hold over our very... The power they hold over us now are very obvious in our everyday habits and behaviours. Uh, remembering directions is a thing of the past. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we habitually rely on phones to get anywhere, even to destinations we visited loads of times. You'd find yourself doing that. Do you ever do that now? Like, no. I sometimes no, I do don't. that. I only, use, I only use it if I don't know where I'm going. Like, I sometimes I do know. it just for, it's nearly and what like... what I'll do sometimes is, if I know where I'm going, yeah. when I get to the town, I'm not 100% sure, I'll have it set in my maps on my phone, so when I get there, then I'll flick it sometimes on. Sometimes I'll just do it anyway, just for, no. like, you know, I might be unsure of a turn or two, and just to yeah. make it easier. That's but it. I wonder... And like, you don't have to watch out for signs about it. I wonder now, I know, but when I first, when yeah. I went to Australia a while ago, right, the, I didn't know anywhere over there, and it's so vast and massive, right? And yeah. like, if I didn't have a Google Maps... Or, oh, like, yeah. I don't, you, but I don't you'd know. need a genuine map. Yeah, but it's so hard to read. And figure out, like, where you're going. Yeah. Or anything. I don't it like it is so helpful in that way. Yeah. But I suppose, like, the most compulsive users among us keep their phones in clutching distance at all times, reaching for them even when they're in... Even in the middle of the night when they wake up, yeah. you'll find people do that. It's an awful bad habit. The odd time I've done that. People are on them at airports, in college, at the supermarket, at traffic lights... Everywhere. At almost any public place you think of, the most common sight now with people with bowed heads, which is so true, looking intently at their phones. In fact, if you see someone now in a coffee shop sipping a cup of coffee and looking out the window, it's more likely that their phone has run out of battery. Yeah, or you look at them and you go, what's that weirdo looking at? Like, <laughs> yeah, how yeah. come they're not on their phone? Yeah, like, what's he? Freak. Is your phone broken or what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our use of smartphones has effectively changed the geography of our minds, creating a distractive off-ramp for every thought we might have had on our own. So yeah. true. It's, it, it thinks a lot for us. So if I say something to you, like, God, I'm not sure. I Google it. Just Google it. I Google, I Google it. everything. I yeah. Google everything. But the yeah. only thing is, if you can retain, like I was saying at the start, if you, if you can retain, retain yeah. if you can retain it, it's the same as looking it's, it up in a yeah, book. It yeah. saves you time. If you, if you keep that in, and you exactly, actually, yeah, you're it's right. different if you're just like, you but know. then there is like people, a lot of people abuse it. A lot of younger people are just upset looking at Instagram, other people's Instagrams, influencers, all that stuff. Have you it's seen just, the thing? Have uh, you seen this? Have you about this? It's a bit different, but like, you know, like Alexa and Siri and all that. Did you see the video with the child and the child? Or something. No, the child is doing his homework <laughs> and he's got maths homework and he goes, Alexa, what's three plus five? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, and Alexa's going, three plus five is eight. Thanks, Alexa. And he's, oh, just, he's getting all his maths homework done with Alexa, but that's yeah. smart. Like, it's smart, but it's not good because he's not learning. 
No, no. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But like, when are you ever like, when are you ever going to not have a calculator on your phone? Because I remember years ago we'd be in school and we'd be doing maths. Yeah. This and the teacher would be going, "You need to learn how to do it without a calculator. You're not always going to have a calculator on you." you yeah. Look at it now. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I never thought of that. You're so right. I know. But the reason, the reason why it's become so hard for us to set aside our phones, even at mealtimes, isn't hard to understand. It's well known that if you want to keep a person dialed into something, then you have to reward them at different times, uh, which a psychologist has explained. You know, different rewards at different times. Like, you know, beep, beep, the likes, the sh- you know, all that yeah. stuff. Turns out that's exactly what our email and social media does. You don't know when you'll get another like or receive in the next email, so you keep checking. Yeah. You don't know when it's yeah. going to happen. Learning to live with technology. Uh, there, you just got, you literally just got one there. I got an you? email there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Learning to live with technology without surrendering to it has become one of the biggest challenges we face in the, digi- di- the, di- 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 the digital era. And like, there's even rehabs now. There's a rehabilitation for people with smartphones. What, so you just places with no chargers? <laughs> no, but there's actually. Can I charge my phone? No, no, but, no, no! But, no but there's like, uh, you know, like yeah, there's a twelve-step yeah. program for alcoholics. There's places you can check into yeah. to get to uh, come out of. Social. Like it is bad. Like, uh, like there's like I even like you no. Know, sometimes I've been watching Netflix, and because Netflix, you got everything on demand. You can watch as much as you want. You know, you don't pay as much of attention as you do to something that's live on telly. And even now, you can record and pause live telly. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. like, if you're at a show or something like that, you you're much more. Glued. You can't go to man. Stop. No, glued. Yeah, yeah. stop. I go to the bathroom. But glued in. But like, I'll be watching something. I'm really enjoying it and without even me even noticing I've taken my phone out yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. on my phone and I'm scrolling through social media yeah, yeah. looking at a picture that I looked at about 10 minutes ago you know, the same checking thing, updates checking the stuff. same thing and then I go fuck I've missed that now yeah. and I gotta put my phone down pause it rewind go back again I gotta leave the phone alone you wanna yeah. watch it it's like it's very you know it's, 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 it's kind of calls and some to people just, it calls to you some people just like now just to have Netflix on in the background when they're on their phone they're not so even look watching. at me we're here in studio now yeah. and I just on the telly there I have nice images That's Nice, in the background. You can see that. I can't see that. I know yeah. you can't see it, but it's yeah. for my benefit. I yeah. just have waterfalls and then lovely, different yeah. images there on the screen. It's all part of your Buddhism, is it? In a way. <laughs> in a way it is, and in a way But um, one thing I actually saw recently on, um, on YouTube, I was looking up the effects that uh, screen time has on young kids, because yeah. I have young kids and they enjoy, obviously, their iPads and whatnot. But it says, okay, to read a book to a child, if I'm sitting reading a book to a kid, yeah. he's, it's, it's kind of, it's developing this frontal cortex. Is it the part of his brain that imagines and pictures things? Like if I tell a story, there was a big dragon and he was in yeah. the tower and yeah. the tower came down. He's imagining all that That's stuff. That's a story. Yeah. But like, as opposed to when they're on their devices, it's given them all the information. They don't need to think about yeah. anything. Yeah. But... The thing is with smartphones, as opposed to when we were younger, just watching, flicking through the six channels we had or whatever, there's so much information. Like you open YouTube Kids, there's eight videos on screen. You've got thumbnails, you're flicking through. They're getting all this stuff that is kind of overwhelming them in a sense. Now, I did see things that were kind of conflicting things, conflicting sides about that. And it said that like, okay, it does affect how how they are able to imagine stuff and picture things. It affects that part of their brain. But then in another study says that in our ever, ever fast moving pace world that we live in now, that it helps kids deal with, you know, getting all that information for kids and all the kind of audio visual stuff. It it helps them. But I'm just saying in an environment that we're in now. Yeah. 
basically it just helps them in the ever fast paced moving world they're in now it kind of helps them adapt to it do you yeah, know because I mean? I've seen kids like like youngest you've two, seen kids I've seen kids youngest <laughs> two or three being able to like, get an iPad yeah. zoom in on stuff click on an app go yeah. in here start this going like when I was two I don't think I knew how to use the telly I suppose but you would have if it was the, oh yeah I know what you mean yeah 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 I don't think yeah, I would yeah. I don't like, think I would have like been able to three year old daughter now she'll press the microphone button on YouTube kids and go frozen you yeah know, to but get can it she come in here turn on the telly go to the right channel and get to the kids station no, you know no. what I mean. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's more, so, but it's more complicated because it's I know, more user, it's so user friendly. I know, but it just shows like going forward, like. But there are people in their mid seventies and eighties who wouldn't be able to do what on that on an iPad. Yeah, exactly. You know, because it's become so natural that they just don't yeah, do it, yeah. You know? Um, like it's gonna be like it's not. Go, a, it's not going away. This stuff is it's not. Going, it's going only going to become more and more social media and all this sort of stuff is going to. Become I just more think that we need to. We need to use. The good aspects of it, like you said there, would help him with directions, that's fine. But we, we, we have to stop it taking over every day. Yeah. Like, I, I hate when people come over to the house, and I've been guilty of it. I'm on my phone, actually, a lot less, maybe in the last few years, than I used to be. Like, I think when I started doing YouTube videos and things like that, I used to always be kind of checking, like, like comments and following it. And I used to get sucked into it. And it's, it's addictive just, then, going back and checking addictive. it. Too, yeah. but, not, but not even just the YouTube thing. I used to check everything. Facebook. I spent ages on my phone. It's just, it takes yeah, over. It does. And, you and get, I hate and you, when someone calls over and they are, like, sitting on their phone. Yeah. And you're just kind of sitting there in the Do room. Do you come here for the Wi-Fi or what? Like? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know? It's just... It's, but yeah, I know what you mean. And, like, I, Facebook isn't even the biggest one, no. Like, there's, like... No, I think not at all. A lot of people don't even like Facebook. Book, yeah, no. it seems to be for me when I'm on Facebook, if you ever go onto it and have a look, it seems to be like a lot of angry middle aged people commenting on stuff underneath things that they're not, no one's even asking them. Yeah, no one's yeah. even asking their opinion. Like, something will go on and someone then you just have a rant. But then, everyone has become a critic yeah, now. But also, the people are very angry online. If you go online, if you go onto a thread. It's because online you can be. Yeah, you, you don't say, have to say it to face to face. But if, yeah. you, if you go onto a thread, literally, if you look in the comments and there's like about, say there's like 30 comments underneath that one thing, you can guarantee about three comments in, someone is challenging someone on something and then there's like yeah, argument, yeah, yeah, and people yeah. get into it. And then sometimes you see a whole argument and then it gets reconciled towards the end they go it's okay you know you think your way I'll think mine yeah, yeah, yeah. but there's some there's some crazy stuff out there but as you said like people wouldn't say that to the face if you were in a pub and you overheard someone you say wouldn't just go you overheard yeah. someone say uh, I think actually 5G is really bad for you you wouldn't go oh no I've got scientific research and put that it out. Or just that comment makes me angry yeah, I've an angry face yeah. now I'm going to report <laughs> you to Facebook and I'm going to give out to you and all sorts of stuff you're like people yeah. just don't do it but online people at home in their you know, you're very brave behind yeah, a keyboard, keyboard or warriors. behind your mouse yeah. or behind your phone have you, have you heard much crack about that 5G people are getting very worried about it actually uh, it's the one well, I, I haven't it's the new because 4G now is kind of what you have on your phones you know yeah but they're saying 5G is going to be like 100 times as fast as that Class. so it's going to be really fast right And but the problem is that you need more towers because yeah, it does, yeah. the frequency doesn't far, uh, go as far. Why do they need to go faster? Because though? everything needs to be faster. Because yeah, yeah. technology is going to get better. It's like but it's kind of, it's draining our, our but it, resources. But you can imagine, like, even stuff you can do, like, if you want to have, like, those, like, uh, the 4K video and all that really needs high, you know what I mean? Everything, yeah, if, yeah. if you need all that, if, if stuff wants to complete getting better, you need yeah. faster internet. It's like back today when we had dial-up. Like, none of the stuff would be possible now to do it. So if you want to yeah. keep going, but they're, they're worried that 5G is going to be, Causing cancer and all sorts of stuff because there's going to be way more towers. Yeah, and it's expect it's it, it's it's used utilizing too much. Like. Yeah, but then but then you see online there's people who clearly are not experts, but they've read 
something on Wikipedia or something like that that uh, you know allows you to like kind of you have become an expert then online and start posting stuff and this and that. But they don't know enough. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, it is scary because you get yeah, you don't, you don't, it is you don't, scary. You don't get because people kind of go into it without the consequences. You don't get, fully. but you don't get any actual experts. You don't know people are just saying, "Oh, that's an opinion." But like, in, your opinion it shouldn't be printed. Like, you don't read an opinion of someone in a newspaper, but you can read it online. You know what I mean? Like an opinion, generally in a newspaper, it's someone yeah. who knows what they're talking about, yeah, yeah, fact-checked, yeah. and they actually know what they're on about. But online, yeah. anyhow, I can just write anything on Facebook now and make it a fact. You or make I mean? a Wikipedia page yeah, on you know, something. Yeah, no, that's... Sorry, a bit that's, of a rant there, but that's... No, that's... Yeah. You're right, you're right. Okay, a bit on Facebook. Look, I'm just going to take a step back when we talk about Facebook. So, yeah. look, as loads of people know, Mark Zuckerberg, at 23, founded Facebook while studying psychology at Harvard University. A keen computer programmer, Mr. Zuckerberg had already developed a number of social networking websites for fellow students, including Course Match, which allowed users to view people who were taking the same degree as them, and Face Match, where you could rate people's attractiveness. And then in February 2004, Mr. Zuckerberg launched The Facebook, as the, it was originally the Facebook. known. That's what my granny calls it. <laughs> the, Facebook. the Facebook. Well, that's what it was originally called, so your granny's actually just been an OG there. Yeah, yeah, an, she, o- an OG, an old granny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, the name was taken from the sheets of paper distributed to freshmen at uh, the university, uh, profiling students and staff. Within 24 hours, 1,200 Harvard students had signed up, and after one month, over half of the undergraduate population had a profile on the Facebook. The network was promptly extended to other Boston universities, the Ivy League, and eventually all U.S. universities. It became Facebook.com in 2005 after the address was purchased for $200,000. U.S. high schools could sign up from September 2005. Then it began to spread worldwide, reaching U.K. universities the following month. As of September 2006, the network was extended beyond educational institutes to anyone with a registered email address. The site remains free to join and makes a profit through advertising revenue. Facebook's strategy to grow earnings is through diversification. Since 2014, Facebook has made acquisitions that are far outside the realm of what you'd expect a social network networking company to buy. Their most face, famous Facebook purchase was Instagram, which they bought in 2012, yeah. and WhatsApp yeah, in WhatsApp, 2014. Yeah. Facebook uses your information and sells it to other companies. Yeah, Cambr- so Cambridge Analytica. Yeah. So have you seen that documentary about that? No. So I think it's in, in England or whatever, but they're a company that sells data. So yeah. you, they, you're like, oh, you know, when you sign up... But you know, your data is very, very... Imp- it's very good to, to try for and marketers to, try and to sell stuff to Oh, you. yeah. Do you What's even, your interest even like, in? Even like I said, I set up a Rob Rat podcast, Gmail. You can contact us on that. They're, they're recently, right? <laughs> nice but when I'm, do, there. when I'm doing it, I put information. Then at the end, go, you know, do you like sports? Or do... You know, all sorts of stuff that you're also asking me about. Why is that relevant? I don't want emails on this. But they're asking you, do you like sports? What movies do you like? And they're just building a little bit of profile on you. There's yeah, yeah, data yeah. go somewhere and then they're like okay well now he said he likes sports and he likes films like thriller movies we can use that information to try and sell him this product and then or even uh, when you've logged into a certain site with that thing you'll see them type of ads that's what I mean they're, they're, yeah. they're uh, ca- catered to you you know it's absolutely like it's crazy I know, I know the pe- people have said that like they know, reckon that their phones are listening to them and then they start throwing ads at them but then know? they do say that um, when you um like when Facebook might send you a thing, goes, oh, we'd like to get to know you better for, you know, improving this and yeah. that. And they will ask you more questions. It's just to get basically but more you know information. Your phone, you have to go into it, your phone on Facebook and turn off the microphone because otherwise they're listening to you. And they say that they're listening to you to improve 
the quality of the uh, the, the app yeah, and yeah. sort of stuff. But they're actually listening to you to gather information. If you're talking about something, if you're going, oh, geez, I'd love a holiday now. To have Italy. you your microphone turned off? I have it turned off. I yeah. don't have mine. Yeah, well, I actually looked it up. Twenty five percent of Facebook users never bother to adjust their privacy settings. I hope they don't leak this episode on. Yeah, my but that's twenty five percent. So a quarter of the people who use it. And how many people are on Facebook? Like two point five billion or yeah. something like that. Like, yeah. like you know what I mean? Like uh, nearly like a quarter of the population of the world and a quarter of the population of that never even bother. So they could just go in and do whatever they want. Privacy, they can't. You know. You know, sometimes they go into Facebook, you can't go to my page without me accepting yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But like a quarter of the people don't do that. They just let them in and you can just see everything. And it's really dangerous for people who are trying to get jobs and stuff like that. Because but they say even for people, like say if you, we, you're going away for a weekend or something yeah. like, and the wrong person. People post out, hey, heading off for two weeks to the south of Spain. The you're, whole family's coming with me. And then also in that, they've got pictures of their lovely new house that they moved into with their big, massive smart TV and all this sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah. going, oh, the, the Johnsons are gone away for two weeks and they're going to yeah. rob their house. The yeah. way bandits. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. It's open for open for robberies or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so a bit on like Instagram is mad as well. I mean, in, in, Instagram influencers make so much money, do, yeah. and it's a bit crazy. I have some of the kind of stats here, right, for oh, Instagram Jesus, in, yeah. influencers. So the different things they charge now. There's different, uh, obviously, different categories. Like someone who has five thousand followers to thirty thousand, then you've got thirty thousand to five hundred thousand, and then there's like the celebrity status, which is like half a million followers plus. But let's say right. So companies will pay someone with 5,000 to 30,000 followers just to put up a post, $172. Yeah. Yeah. Someone to put up a video that can be from five, someone with as much as 30,000 followers, they'll pay $219 for a video. And someone like Celebrity Stasis, they'll pay for a video $3,000. Yeah. So just for one video, one picture, you get $2,000, $3,000. I know the... Have you got some stats there on the big guys, have you? Bigger. I know some of the Kardashians that yeah. it's been millions. They make millions. Per, millions per but post. You, like, just post. And your man Ronaldo as well makes huge amounts of money. Yeah. Massive. Sure that's uh, it, like massive, it, like. But it, it's a, he makes more money, I think, off social media than he does off like football, like his club. That's crazy. But like, I suppose, I one of the if you think about it, players. if someone puts up a brand or something, it's amazing the amount of, like, how many, if you have 10 million followers, the amount of people that might just yeah. see that product and buy Ronaldo has like 100 million followers or something like that. And if he goes on wearing like this new Nike tracksuit, how many people are going to go and buy that? Like, yeah. loads of people. It's mad. Like, yeah. the, apparently, the cheap thing to pay for uh, for companies like if we wanted to pay the Kardashians to put something on yeah. their store stories yeah. are the cheapest oh, yeah. so like you'll pay someone with 500 someone with 30,000 plus followers you'll pay uh, $73 for them to put a post on yeah, their story. Yeah, if anybody wants to give me 73 quid to put something on my story, yeah. I'll, do it. I'll do it. And like, for someone celebrities had, it's only $700 for a story post as opposed to yeah, something actual, that's permanent, permanent I suppose, post, on their yeah. page. Yeah. So marketers have, have a growing interest in paying for sponsored Instagram stories because the cost is lower than all types of sponsored content. Con- sponsored content. Yeah. And good news for the Rob Rat podcast. Another channel that marketers are exploring is podcasts. Yeah. Due to the performance and value of host read ads, podcasts are said to be the next frontier of influencer marketing. You often hear that at the beginning of podcasts. And they yeah. Say, but I always just skip by it. About five minutes of like people yeah. just selling you stuff and hey. you skip by, you know. I'll read if they'll pay us. <laughs> so according, just skip by it, guys. Yeah. If we start doing ads, just skip them. Yeah, but according <laughs> to a report from eMarketer, it's predicted that marketers will spend one billion on podcast advertising in the coming years. Jesus, yeah. 
Uh, bit on YouTube. Just about Instagram. Just yeah, go on, no, go on. Instagram have, like, if Instagram went away tomorrow, yes. the amount of models who weren't really models would just disappear massively. There's so many girls online who... Just like, pictures of themselves. pictures of their arses. Like, that's the only thing. Like, why were we growing up? You couldn't see a picture of a girl's arse, like, that, like a girl in your town. Who now they're just like girls are happy enough to just put their arse up like the amount of girls you know what I mean? but yeah, like it's, yeah. it's arses yeah. everywhere do you know arses, what I mean like yeah. uh, swimming togs have really changed anyway because they're now up the arse like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just thongs yeah. but they're I happy. find them so uncomfortable <laughs> but like some of the pictures you even have up wearing them on your holidays are pretty bad ah but come on like, but, yeah, but if you, you've want, shared them yeah, I, know, I took them to your but story if, but like if uh, you paid me 73 quid to do it <laughs> but if uh, just go on now it's amazing the amount of kind of like semi-models and they're all like they got like they reckon that they're kind of actually famous, whatever, but they, they, they offer like a code of 15% off some gym wear to, you know, buy something online, but yeah. they're not really... They, they give you a code. And yeah, but that's all thicken, whatever. It's rubbish anyway. It but is rubbish. It's just, it's a very strange thing that people have now like kind of made themselves into kind of influencers, as you were saying, and kind of celebrities through Instagram just by being in shape or else... So a lot of that is fitness models and they're just like, if they look, if you're good looking and you're in good shape and you're willing to take your clothes off online, there's money to be made. Yeah, it's just mad, really. Yeah, but then you're kind of you, it's it's borderline it. it's borderline porn. Yeah, it's you're, borderline you're porn. selling yourself. Basically. It is borderline you are porn. Selling it is borderline porn. Yeah. Borderline porn. Borderline. <laughs> borderline porn. Anyway, uh, what were you going to go on about Twitter? There, I was, was going to go on about Twitter. Yeah. He's not even listening to me. <laughs> just I, I sitting did. there. <laughs> I said YouTube. Oh, sorry. What are you going on about there? Twitter is it? <laughs> Twitter. Just the Twitter is it? Name any. Well, you going on about the YouTube? The Twitter. No, I'm going on about the YouTube now. Yeah, yeah. YouTube. YouTube was started YouTube for our American listeners. YouTube. 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 YouTube was started by Jawad Karim, Steve Chen, and Chad Hurley. Uh, they were former PayPal employees. It first launched in 2005 and has now become one of the most visit- visited websites in the history of the internet. Um, as I said, there were former PayPal employees. Open Gangnam Style. That's the biggest Yay. video, isn't it? I think so. That's the biggest, the most views. It's got like billions, billions the th- of views. The three guys soon realized that in 2004, that there wasn't one location where videos could be shared. And I did see that in an interview with, I think, yeah. uh, Chad and uh, Steve Chen, that like they were at some sort of dinner party. And like, you know, the, 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 there was loads of people at the party taking pictures. And then a few people had camcorders. And they were yeah. like, when you're sharing a video, there's all different file formats. Yeah. Like, whatever jpeg and what i know that's in whatever different file format yeah. and then but to send them in an email they're too big yeah to upload them to places and that's kind of where the idea for youtube was born it was an easy format to upload your so content was google video before that or was it I, I don't know was yeah. it before that but okay. then you could grab links easily off youtube yeah, and post them brilliant. onto your social media yeah it's it's massive like it's uh the only problem with youtube is and people are giving out about it now yeah they control a huge amount of what goes on YouTube. So, like, it's... it's um, They do now, yeah. So, like, if they, they can just take your content off if they don't like yeah. it. Yeah. And also now... It's like, happened to me. Yeah. You know, if you're... Uh, you just get done for copyright or whatever. Yeah. If you're putting a music song in, it just gets... Because there's, yeah. there's, um, there's programs that just listen out for yeah, stuff yeah, and yeah. they just take it off. And they just they control... I don't know. It's because they own it. There's those three guys yeah. own it and they decide, oh, no, your video can't go on and yours can. And then they can also control who gets to see more videos. And I presume you can probably pay YouTube to get your video video up the top of the menu when you search yeah something. i don't know do you know what i mean there's like it's advert, and there's advert for years there was no adverts on youtube yeah and now you go on the vmo stuff you know you're, yeah, you you gotta watch there's, and then in the middle of a video there's ads yeah. you, you look at it and there's a little line with the thing and there's about 50 little yellow lines intersecting <laughs> yeah. it you're going i don't watch i'm not yeah, watching this yeah, video yeah. this. i'm looking for yeah. another one you try yeah. you go search it again 
Like I had my uh, Peppa Pig adult videos. That yeah, I Stephen made. used to do pe- like um, animation. For the crack, I did like uh, just Peppa Pig voiceover. It's a rude Peppa Pig video, yeah. and it did well. Uh, surprisingly, it if went people for, want to look it up, what do they look up? They, just Peppa for adults. Peppa you look adults, it up, yeah. and it's a it's a, look. I dubbed over a version of Peppa Pig, and I made it rude with vulgar language. Yeah. It's very cheap humor, but it went viral, and it got yeah. over a million views. And did it? Yeah, yeah, it's over a million. The first mm-hmm. one, the second one was. Getting up there, but they removed. It's always, the sec- hard, it's always hard to follow you. Yeah, they re- they removed the second one for me. They okay. took it down. Now for look, you. I don't own the rights to the video. Yeah, but I could see they were putting more restrictions on the video, yeah. and then all of a sudden it was like, ah, oh, yeah, they just they do. You can see they do control everything. Now look, I didn't own the rights to the video. So the capital funded startup, the idea for YouTube, received an eleven point five million investment. And just, I suppose it has become mental. The first video uploaded by Kareem named Me at the Zoo. That was the first ever video on YouTube. Just him at the zoo standing in front of elephants. <laughs> standing in front of elephants. The site launched in December 2005 and Nike Commercial became the first video to receive 1 million views. After excru- extremely quick growth, Google acquired the company less than a year later for around 1.65 billion. YouTube has made a lot of people rich and famous, which it has done. Yeah. Uh, with the their um, like methanizing. There's YouTube like yeah. series and everything on it. Like yeah. the, the Hardy books. Hardy, Hardy books. books the, Irish, yeah. the Hardy books. We've had them on the show a couple of times. Uh, the lads from West of Ireland. They started, started on YouTube. They started on YouTube, and now they went on to RT, and they've been, now they're on Netflix, and they have a movie and everything. But they started out by just making episodes on YouTube. Like given out, given out about it, I suppose you know. But I. I the the good thing about for creative people, I guess, yeah. is say if you think to yourself, look, I'd, I'd love to be on a TV show or I'd love to. It, it is a great platform for people who are creative that want to just go and do it yourself. Yeah. Get a camera, get talented people, come up with an idea and just go and do it. Uh, As opposed to now it gives normal people the chance to you don't have to be on TV. Yeah, or, it's, it's get yourself out yeah. there, get your 15 minutes of fame. Have you seen TikTok, the app? No. Thing, TikTok videos. No, it's, no. It's big with kids and stuff like that. But they're, <coughs> people are doing like silly dances and stuff like that. They're just short videos, but like people are doing comedy skits and all sorts of stuff. It's massive. It's, it's the new kind of... TikTok. It, TikTok, yeah. All right. it's, it's quite big. You're not in with the kids. No? You, you, just because you own shares in it, you're plugging it now. Yeah, yeah. I wish I feckin' did. It's going to be huge. Yeah, yeah. It's massive. It's massive. It's massive, yeah. So, list of... So, so, I just have a list here of some of the richest YouTubers. I figured I'd just yeah, go yeah, through it. Uh, Daniel Middleton. Right. His YouTube channel is Dan TDM, earnings sixteen point five million and subscribers twenty two million. Massive amount. What does he do? Uh, I don't know. Oh. Uh, remember, there is a, there is that kid who opens the toys and yeah, Ryan. So I have him in here. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to him. Okay. Right. Uh, number two, Evan Fong YouTube channel Van Van Vanos Gaming. It's obviously a gaming, gaming channel. Yeah, that's huge. Uh, well, earnings fifteen point five million and subscribers twenty four million. Do perfect, another YouTube channel. Fourteen million subscribers with forty eight million. Logan Paul. 12. Yeah, what does Logan Paul? Who's an oh, influencer? He's a he? vlogger. Yeah, because he was he had a boxing match there recently. Oh, he, him and KSI. Yeah. Yeah. I, have you heard? Of the, I had never heard of these two guys before they went. Boxing. I'd heard of K, I, KSI. Is is quite funny. I don't. And what like does he Logan do as well? Just comedy he's videos. A, he was gamer, gaming videos okay. and thing, and now he just does all sorts, kind of vlogs and funny videos. Logan Paul, twelve point five million subscribers and twenty million. Um, sorry, twelve point five million revenue and twenty million yeah, subscribers. Uh, Logan Paul is vlogger. He actually caught the public eye when the recent Japanese suicide instant incident. Okay. Um, he lost much of his YouTube subscribers despite his controversial behavior. 
Um, as a matter of fact, his popularity seems to be on the rise at the moment. Since videos got over, since some of his videos got over three billion views. Three billion. As hang on, as videos got over three billion views in three years since he started his YouTube channel, three billion. I'd imagine that's the channel views combined. Jesus, still though, three billion, and I've never seen one of them. Uh, yeah, he's, <laughs> oh, I don't like him. He's in, however, I'll have, have a look at him later on and see. I've never this may only him. be a fluke, as a popular his popularity may plummet if he continues to produce shocking but mediocre videos. His daredevil style has launched his twenty-two-year-old. This 22-year-old YouTube star. 22? Yeah. Jesus Christ. But as the time passes, it will get harder for Logan to maintain his success. Who's saying this now? I don't know, people. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> did you, read some did you see that thing, though, in the Japanese? He was going doing the thing. They were going to this suicide forest in Japan. I've did seen the suicide see farm. I, not farm, forest. I've seen it in um, The he, Dark Tourist, isn't it? Yeah. He goes, did he? Is that, yeah, oh, yeah, but have you seen, he did, did you hear about Logan no, Paul? No, not Logan Paul's Well, one, Logan Paul did. Him and a group of friends were going to this suicide forest. Yeah. Just to kind of I've talk heard, about I've heard it. The forest. If you don't know what the forest is, there's a forest in Japan where like loads of people over time, young people have gone to commit suicide. And it's, oh, so you don't know what happened to Logan Paul? I haven't a clue, no. Okay, this is mad. Right, okay. he lost a lot of subscribers from okay. this. So lost me Logan Paul, Logan yeah. Paul, and a lot of friends went to this forest okay. just to kind of vlog on it. And God, this is the eerie forest. Yeah, yeah. While they were there vlogging, they came across someone who had committed suicide. Oh, feck off. There was a, they discovered a body. Right, uh, it genuinely happened in yeah. the video. Now he posted the video. And just how his reaction to it and all that was kind of very immature. It wasn't staged or anything, was it? No, well, it wasn't staged. Okay. It genuinely did come across. It was just, it was very, he took down the video and then he released an apology to people. Okay, yeah. But it is that borderline, what's funny, what's not. Like, what do you not, that shouldn't yeah. have gone up. Do you yeah, know what I mean? That's not funny, no. No, Definitely. and that, like that shouldn't have gone up on his, no, his YouTube. No. It was, was, it, came it, out, was it live? He was doing it live? It wasn't live, but he, no, ob- he obviously... He, decided, he went home and decided to post I don't, that. Then. I actually don't know if it was live or not. Yeah. I can't tell you. Because at least if it was live, then you can go, okay, then, you know, hit yeah, every action in the moment. But yeah, like, if exactly. He, if, if he went home and said, yeah, that's brilliant content, I'm putting that up. But he lost a lot of subscribers because yeah. of that. He's just a feckin' Egypt. But I'd say he probably gained some through that as well, because, like... Yeah, people who never I mean? heard of him yeah. went on Soon to just see. Yeah, there's no such thing as bad publicity, isn't that what they say? Yeah, Yeah. well, that's it. Okay, so Logan Paul was at number five. Number six is Felix Killingberg, who you would know, his YouTube channel is called PewDiePie, earnings 12.5 million. And why do I know him? PewDiePie. So PewDiePie. No. PewDiePie. He came up in other. Um, we talked about him on YouTube before. He's, he's one of the. He's, a, he's 102 million subscribers. PewDiePie. He's the most subscribed YouTube channel. Well, maybe, okay. Right. You'd know him if you'd see him at the But Felix Killingberg is the owner of the most subscribed YouTube channel. He is 28 years old. The Swedish gaming commentator is... Oh, I do know he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 South Park did an episode. Oh, did they? I didn't realise they did. He just... (laughs) And he's just... He's got something going on and then he's just like... He's quite a likable guy, yeah. But he just commented... He's just... He's like in a corner in the top of the screen just like... Not always, though. Commenting on what's yeah, going on. He does yeah. that in some videos. Another yeah. video, he, I don't mind him at all. Yeah. He is kind of funny. Do you, do you watch a lot of YouTube, would you? No, not at all. Okay. I, don't, I, I genuinely yeah. don't. Because you watch a lot of documentaries. Do you get them on YouTube, or where do you get them? Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> Netflix. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> nice, uh, <laughs> nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. Netflix, or some other legal aspect. Uh, legal, all legal. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, <laughs> Felix is one of the richest celebrities on, um, one of the most ri- richest YouTubers, yeah, and yeah. his net worth is estimated between 30 and 50 million. Jesus Christ. 
However, he seems to be past his prime, and for the second straight year, Felix's annual income, income has declined. I doubt that he oh, cares. No, I doubt Felix. he cares. Aside from the work he's done on the realm of gaming, the world's most popular YouTuber has also published a book that sold more than 112,000 copies. He's hosted a web series on YouTube Red titled Scare PewDiePie. Okay, so yeah. I didn't know that about him. I didn't know either. I don't know who that is. Number seven, Jake Paul, who would be a brother of Logan That's Paul. Beckham, and, oh, yeah. He's an Egypt as well. I hate his head. I'm sorry. Yeah. 11.5 million him, subscribers. Yeah. Or sorry, 11.5 million earnings and 12... And he, nine, so some fella, these guys, I've never heard of most of them. They're making feckin' tens of millions. Millions, millions off YouTube. Fucking hell. Um, Ryan's Toys Review that's when you're on about yeah oh, kid yeah. that just opens opens toys 11 million 11 million in his yeah. worth and he's a kid though and 23 million subscribers yeah which are all kids as well watching him like yeah well his family are in as well there's Ryan's family well, but the people who are watching it are kids so. oh they are yeah yeah. <laughs> so like the YouTube then are obviously advertising subli- sending advertising to kids there must be some law on like not being, I suppose when there isn't. I suppose when you're no. young and you're watching telly in the morning, you're watching cartoons. It's just being fed, shoving yeah. toys down your there, throat. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So a bit on Ryan. He's YouTube's first child superstar. He's only seven years old. His videos don't offer much other than what the channel's name suggests. Ryan opens toys, then he plays with them. That's it. <laughs> but he managed to get 14 million subscribers in little over three years. Uh, new videos are uploaded to the channel every day. And so far, Ryan's most popular video, Huge Egg Surprise Toy Challenge, has gathered 1.3 billion views. The Ryan's Toys Review channel has had an effect on the toy industry that can be compared to the effect of PewDiePie has to the gaming industry. The best thing is that the popularity of this YouTube channel will continue to grow for at least... Sometime, yeah, yeah, <laughs> amazing. But like, just open toys. I think there's a guy as well who's a load of subscribers that, uh, you know, Kinder eggs that yeah. we get here in Ireland. Yeah, he just yeah. opens Kinder eggs, so opens a toy, and makes it. Because there is a the whole it. thing. And sometimes it is handy. You can get like unboxings. So if I, if you're going to go and buy something online, you can go. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you, you that, go I YouTube, do that. Yeah. You go to YouTube and see what it's like. You know, what actually I mean? see what comes with. See what comes with. Yeah. What you get, I like you know? that. There's a lot of unboxing videos, and they're very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, but there, I suppose you're learning a bit from it. It saves you going into a shop because you know, take, if you're buying something online, you don't get that kind of unboxing. What I used to love when I was younger was what I used to love. I was into drawing and characters and stuff. I used to love watching shows and there was very few of them drawing with Don draw with Don and then there was another woman who used to draw characters but they were rarely on maybe once a week you might get once a month so I uh, I would have benefited a lot now from watching like drawing okay, things yeah, on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, yeah. It's great that there is a good library of stuff. There is. There's an unlimited amount of videos on like everything. Quickly, I'll go through the last two. Number nine, uh, Smoosh Gaming Channel earnings eleven million and subscribers twenty five million. Lily Sai, whose YouTube channel is uh, oh she's the one I was talking. About. She's Korean. Two Superwoman two or oh, something. Okay, earnings ten point five million. Yeah. But it seems to be a lot of gaming. Gaming. Seems a lot to be of gaming. A lot of gaming. Gaming like people just playing video games. Nine and people love it. games. People love games. Yeah. I don't need these notes anymore. There you go. Get rid don't of them. Need yeah. these. So just a bit about like uh, <laughs> Facebook and stuff like that, right? This is a bit of stats. Now I'm not picking on Americans because I know we have American listeners. I'm not picking on you. But there are there are top listeners. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So don't lose you. But uh, we I, love I'm them. not picking on them. But we don't have stats for Ireland, so we just have to go online and look for stats. And it's America that has. Yeah. There's more information on. I'm that. perfectly so happy. Thirty percent of Americans get all their news 
comes exclusively from Facebook. Okay. Which is quite dangerous when you think about like the fact that it's exactly con- like it's you controlled. said anyone can do it. They can control it, but also get news from there. But even like the stuff that's up there, like you, you it's go, what they want the you to control see. It's it. what yeah. they want you. It's to propaganda. See. You can do it. Like so it's the whole thing with the the Trump election that they reckon there was all that uh, you know information. Like if you if they thought you were going to be some sort of Trump supporter, then they could send you more um, yeah stuff bad stuff about Hillary. You know what I mean? They'd be showing you, they could feed you, give you a feed, exactly. a feed They're just stuff. showing you what they want you to. Like, uh, and then Twitter is a big thing. I use Twitter. Twitter. I use the Twitter sometimes for news, like just to get like. Um, I never use Twitter. Do you know? I like never, it. I go never. on it. Like I like if I'm watching. We are on Twitter, aren't we? Yeah, we're on Twitter. The Rob Rob podcast on Twitter. But, yeah, but if um, if I'm watching like something like on telly, there's like a, a live show, like a debate or something. On sometimes you go on Twitter and it's interesting to hear what other people's opinions are on it. Or if you're watching a bit of sports, you get it. Or if I'm not around and I want to keep up to date on sports or something like that. It was rugby on. You can go and have a look. But Twitter, Bin Laden. Do you remember when Bin Laden got taken by the American SEALs that yeah. time? The news broke on Twitter before it broke anywhere else. Because, really? Because they were. It was a covert operation. They wanted to find out. But someone who lived in a compound in his compound, someone who lived down the road, like the helicopter crashed into the compound and everything. So someone noticed all this like kerfuffle in the middle of the night and started tweeting about it, okay. and then figured out what was going on. And then the news broke on Twitter that that, God, like, that, that was dangerous. Though if, they, if like Bin Laden's people had got wind that yeah, that they, was going on, it yeah, they were in out, they were in out no sort of time, whatever. But they were in there. But the, actually, that's the whole crack of it. Like so, the, like it got the news actually got released there. So then all the other news. So a lot of the news you get now actually comes out on Twitter first because journalists that might be on the scene and something they can, they don't need then they don't need Sky News or CNN. They can well, just that's it. they can just send their news sure. out. And, and if you got a little blue tick beside your name and you're like a registered person and so then you can take their word for it like a, yeah. like a proper journalist you get them in all sports and you get them in, I look at MMA journalists and stuff like that yeah. and you, you find out information up to the date of what's happening because you don't have to wait for the news to come yeah. on at 6 o'clock or 9 o'clock you get it right now when it's happening sure, that the is thing, the good thing about the good thing about smartphones as well like said there about the news like I suppose we all have a camera in our pocket yeah. if something crazy happens like oh, it's, if you're like yeah. oh my god what am I witnessing more than likely you will, see, you will get out your phone and video but, it but quite often when someone should be intervening or helping they're just taking out their phone and just videoing that was depending on the circumstances you see it a lot going like should you not be doing something there like instead of videoing but if you see like a lot on the news now you see on television you'll see it's a video from someone's phone of course it is because there's no one there it's good in that way your man remember your man who scaled the building do you remember like the this, this, this human Spider-Man. Do you remember there was some baby dangling off a balcony? Yeah. And uh, there was uh, some, I think it was in France, he was uh, like an African immigrant and the baby was hanging off the balcony and this guy just like scaled like five floors. Do you remember that? No? No. He just like balcony, just climbed up the building and went up and rescued the baby and then he was granted like uh, citizenship in France and everything. I think really? it was France. I think it was France. I'll check it up now. But I think God, it was. that sounds class. Yeah. Is the there human, a video of him the doing that? Spider-Man. Yeah, if, if we could find it, let's stick it up on the podcast. Oh, if not, do find But like if you're listening to this now, you can just YouTube. It's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's what do. we're saying about smartphones. Yeah, Get you just have a look. You don't need to go on the podcast and have a look at it, but you can YouTube it. But like, yeah, the government can just control all your news coming through. So it is quite dangerous. Even in China. Yeah. In China, they don't have Facebook. They've got something China? else. And they don't have Google. So like there's kids, like uh, roughly 30 odd years ago, Tenement Square, you know, the big thing with the tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going towards the students, all the student protests and everything. That's all like been erased from like, uh, they don't teach that in China in history class. They don't want them to know about the rebellion that the Chinese people had before. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. they want to keep control of them. Yeah, yeah. So they've like, that's gone. So they can't figure it out. And you know, there's the Chinese now, the, the social... Uh, social rewards program thing that they have. So basically, like, if me and you, you know, we need to get the bus, so the train to work, and then we go into work and do whatever. If you're like, don't if you miss a bill and you don't pay your bill, or if they figure out that you've been hanging around with kind of lower people, your social credit score can go down, and then all of a sudden you'll go to get the train, and your thing that you go to pay with on your phone doesn't work. 
and then you got to get the bus. You got to walk instead, and you get you get rewarded for being a good citizen, but you can get badly treated by being a bad citizen. And they keep an eye on it all by your social media, by the way that you act, and by everything they do, and who you're associated. So if you got friends, if you're friends with someone on social media, and those people are committing crimes and they go to jail, your social credit score will go down. And you could get yourself to your job, and you're, you're, you might work on the, on the you might work on the thirtieth floor of the building, yeah. and you get there, and then your pass, your the pass used lift doesn't work, so you've got to walk the stairs, and that's your punishment, and that it's it's controlled by the government, but they're using it through social media. It's Sounds the, fat. The so, I know it's scary that the the social credit score, and that's a, and there's one billion people living in China, like it's over one billion that people are under that influence. under that, and it's crazy, like and they're in a country like we're in a mod, we all think we're like free in this world, but like one sixth of the population live in a country that is still communist, still getting controlled by the government and still and then you know you know like it's scary enough what you can do with technology in that way as well so you need i don't know the, the <laughs> it, it is scary yeah that it is, is scary. very scary it is scary it is scary i think one thing that we can all take away from this episode is trump on twitter yeah. trump on twitter is one thing that i do enjoy it's entertaining it did is. you see he randomly put up a picture of himself on rocky balboa's body no <laughs> on no. his twitter he put up just his face someone had photoshopped his head onto rocky's body and he put it on his uh, Twitter or Instagram, one of them. I just did no explanation or nothing. The president of America. Yeah, I got some of like Trump's best tweets. Go on. Right. So uh, th- this, he's president now when he wrote this. He's president. Because uh, he, some of the tweets that are here are older ones, but I got some here now. This is like uh, the 12th of November, 2017. And he said, uh, why would Kim Jong-un insult me by calling me old when I would never call him short and fat? Oh, well, I try so hard to be his friend. Maybe someday that will happen. This is the president, like, just <laughs> tweeting about stuff, like... <laughs> just, I know it is, but it, it's strange in a way that he can kind of say some of these things, like, it's... Um, Sorry to the losers and haters, but my IQ is one of the highest, as you all know. Please don't feel so stupid or insecure. It's not your fault. Jesus. Uh, and then this is about, I think it's, this is a journalist who questioned him on something. So, Ariana Huff is unattractive both inside and out. I fully understand why her former husband left her for a man. He made a good decision. Oh, God, that's ruthless. <laughs> that's, it's crazy. Um, I heard poorly rated and then Morning Joe speaks badly of me. Don't watch him anymore. Then how come, how come he's got such a low IQ? Crazy Mika along with Psycho Joe. And it's just like, he's just talking about people. And then this is him. People who've said bad things yeah, about him. Yeah, Happy Chinque de Mayo. The best tackle bowls are made in Trump Tower. I love Hispanics. <laughs> like, I random, know, random. It's very, it is quite strange. No filter. There's no, no filter. But the fact that he's like in charge of a country. And I know, once again, I said, I know we've got loads of American listeners. So I'm very sorry if I'm insulting your president. And a I'm lot of them that, don't like Trump. Yeah, but some of them obviously do because they voted for him. Do you know? Yeah. So this is my last one. It's one of my favorite ones. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un has stated that the nuclear button on his desk is, he has a nuclear button on his desk at all times. Will someone from his depleted and food-starved regime please inform him that I too have a nuclear button, but it's a much bigger button and more powerful one than his, and my button works. And you're like, this is the... Like, that could really frighten <laughs> people who sees that up there. Like, yeah. So that's, uh, that's, you know, that's, the, uh, that's Trump on Twitter. I just thought it ended with a bit of Trumpness there. Yeah, Trumpness. Yeah. Look, but we still love all our American listeners because they are the leading Rob Rad. They're podcast. winning. They're winning the race and people the listen race. to us. So fair play to you guys. Um, guys, we'd love to hear from you as well because I was wondering, right? Not people really. in America, <laughs> not really, don't bother, but I'm like, wondering, are you Irish American? Are you enjoying this? Or where in America are you listening to this? Or like, what, what's your... Um, we just can't get over the American <laughs> listeners. <laughs> no, no, no. It's brilliant, it's, brilliant. it's absolutely yeah. brilliant. 
yeah, brilliant. And um, it's fantastic. Yeah. So thanks very much for listening in, guys. That's kind of that was our what's this about? Just social media. <laughs> and about? The, the name of the I ripped up the page. <laughs> he got rid of it. He's done I, there. I ripped up. The, it's uh, smartphones and, and social, social media, media. Yeah. was the name of this episode. Yeah. And just yet again, thank you for joining us on this journey of talking and Irishness. And uh, uh, we'll talk to you next week. <laughs> See you later, guys. Good luck. Bye. You have been listening to the Rob Rat Podcast. Be sure to check out our social media for updates on the next episode. And if you liked what you heard, then let us know by hitting the subscribe button, sending us a message, and telling a friend, because that's how the podcast grows. Thanks for listening.